Welcome back to Mainstream Matchups. Again, I am your host, Tyler James, and I'm with our football analyst, Chris Young. How are we doing today? Doing pretty good, man. Good to how, hear. How about yourself? Doing well. Thank you for asking. Wanted to get into kind of some of the week three injuries. Jimmy G tore his ACL. What type of impact do you think that's going to make to the 49ers? A big impact. We talked about their backup being the quarterback from Iowa two years ago. Uh, uh, C.J. Beathard. Yep, yep, C.J. Beathard. You know, Iowa's not a team known for having an explosive quarterback that's doing the thing. Solid quarterbacks, yeah, but not like a quarterback that's really like putting up any milestones or anything like that. So I don't think C.J. Beathard is going to be a good answer. Maybe a decent substitute and get that offense moving. I mean, the only way they did score the last game was because of the running backs. I can't remember. Yeah, Alfred Morris scored twice, I believe. Uh, Evan Ingram sprained his MCL. I think they have him week to week. Uh, what type of impact do you see that for the Giants offense? Uh, well, Brett Ellison is a really good backup for him. So I think Brett Ellison, I mean, he was great. Minnesota, you know, he was a really good third down tight end. Uh, getting him in there to back up Kyle Rudolph, that was pretty good. So I think he's pretty good on that end. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the Rams uh, took injuries to both their cornerbacks in Aqib Tlaib to his ankle and Marcus Peters a calf strain. Aqib Tlaib is set to have surgery on his ankle. How do you think that's going to impact the Rams' defense? At corner? Uh, just overall. O- overall? Well... I can't really see Aqib Tlaib taking, like, uh, setting too much of a tone uh, on the outside as a cornerback. I mean, like, to stop run games, especially against the Vikings tonight. So I don't think it will hurt them as much. Because you know the Vikings are going to want to they're, they're, they're gonna want to run the ball inside. So I think losing Aqib... Keep... tomorrow. I mean, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Right. Losing uh, Aqib Tlaib would definitely, definitely hurt in a pass going to say game but like Kirk Cousins coming off a bad game they want to want to keep throwing him or I was going to say if you had though a keep to lead Marcus Peters in that game and you have them on Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen what is the Vikings going to do honestly I I don't see the Vikings being able to do much against the Rams offensively I think the Rams are like very formidable and we're going to be able to see a good game out of that some other injuries are Calais Campbell, Jaguars defensive end. Also, Sean Lee, linebacker from the Cowboys. Do you see that hurting them defensively? <clears throat> Definitely Sean Lee. That's more of an impact, you think? Yeah, I think that's way, but that's, uh, that's a bigger of the two consequences of an injury, you know? I mean, Sean Lee was having, like, the last two games he had, uh, what, a sack, two sacks, and a pick? Like, he's averaging at least a decent presence on the field each and every week. And he looks like an intelligent player. He kind of reminds me, not as good, but a Luke Keekley, someone who's reading yeah. defenses and yeah. being being that Mike, leading a uh, defense. Uh, let's get into some of the QB changes that are kind of happening throughout the league now. Uh, the Browns, they've officially made Baker Mayfield Baker their starter. Mayfield. How do you feel about that? He's going to go against the Raiders. Do you think he's going to be able to produce numbers against them? Man. Raiders defense does not look good. If he can score himself, actually throw a touchdown, you know, I think he'll be a presence. Because otherwise, right now, that Browns offense is only two-dimensional. They have Carlos Hyde, and they have Jarvis Landry. Well, I do look forward to Antonio Callaway. He looks like an explosive uh, down-the-field threat. All right. 
another person I want to see someone do well. I want to see either Duke Johnson or Nick Chubb. I want someone else out of that backfield to go ahead and explode because that would be amazing sure. for them. Yep, for sure. I mean, have another side of that that running back that can just snap out, catch a pass. Exactly. Another uh, QB change. Uh, Arizona Cardinals have named Josh Rosen their starter. Is that going to be able to help Arizona get out of this funk that they're in? Young blood? I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, I think Sam Bradford wasn't uh, the answer in the first place. I don't think Sam Bradford's really been the same since the second time he's gotten hurt. I don't think he'll ever be the same in the NFL again. The game's too fast for him. So, I would say, yeah, Josh Rosen's definitely the kid to have. Yeah, and a lot of the analysts seem to take a liking to him, saying he was the most ready coming out of the draft. Yet, he wasn't the first to play, and yet we're already seeing, you know, good play from the other rookie QBs. So, if he doesn't play well, then it just looks bad on him. Right. The Bucks situation, Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick for week four, who do you have playing? And I have, uh, well, we were listening to it earlier, but what if they came out, a theory of mine would be, what if they came out in a two-quarterback set? Basically have one quarterback run on one set of plays, and then they call on for the the other side of their offense to come out, which would have a different quarterback that is strictly other plays. Like maybe they go short with Jambo, you know, and they throw everything inside, or they go real deep with like Fitzpatrick, you know. Well, that would be pretty easy for teams to read then. Right, but you could also switch it back up, have inside like just like a lot of like inside motions and runs coming out too. I think you could just switch it up a little I, bit I just make it look like something else. I just don't think Dirk Cutter is going to go ahead and do that. Well, the way he, they were making it sound, it kind of seems like they could. They, they might go they, towards They said that they it. have already made a decision with the team that they're just not releasing it publicly. Honestly, right. I think you ride the Ryan Fitzpatrick wave until it's completely done. True. Do and that. then you go back to Jameis Winston, who is your future of your organization. You know, They're going to try to use every little bit of ounce of that. I just don't see it happening for much longer. And we saw a glimpse of that against the Steelers' defense, a bad Steelers' defense. He got it going towards the end of the game, but he looked rough in the beginning. Right. Did you have any highlights? Any uh, players uh, who really stood out this week? I think uh, Ryan Tannehill stepped up this week. I've been talking about Ryan Tannehill for a little bit, and he's just being a solid quarterback this year. So far, he's had over 500 yards in two games. And five touchdowns. Wow. Not bad. Not bad at all. You know, and then everybody, you know, knows Pat Mahomes. He threw his 13th touchdown in three games, which is the most in that span amongst any QB ever. So, like I said, he's blazing his own path, and I'm just curious to see if he's going to be able to sustain that offense, which it looks like they'll be able to do so. Let's get into uh, the NFL recap. The Jets lost. 17 to the Browns, 21. Who'd you uh, have winning that game? I had uh, I had the Jets winning that game. Yeah? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that is a little bit unfortunate. As far as I think right now, Sam Darnold isn't looking terrible, but two interceptions, two turnovers, one right around the same time when Tyrod Taylor goes down and then one later on in the game. He yeah. Kind of changed the pace. And, and you could see the momentum switch when Baker Mayfield came in at halftime for uh, Tyrod Taylor. You know, it's unfortunate that Sam Darnold couldn't get anything offensively going because then that could have been really, really exciting to right. see a rookie shootout. Right. 
I mean, it wasn't really a shootout among quarterbacks in the first place, in my opinion. A little Baker bit. Mayfield looked good. Yeah. Like one yeah. half, you're telling me he threw 200 yards uh, and a touchdown, right? Uh, he didn't have any touchdowns, and I think he was actually under 200 yards. I think he was around 198. Give him another half. Just imagine, yeah. right? That's how I would see it. Yeah. True. True. Next matchup was Saints versus the Falcons. The Saints put up 43 to the Falcons 37. I didn't really think the Falcons had a really good like presence on the field at all. Nothing was really positive from the Falcons side, so I don't think the Saints were on their game. If we were gonna look at a positive side for the Falcons, you know, Matt Ryan to Calvin Ridley looked looked yeah. really well. Yeah. Defensively, though, they have taken a lot of losses, which have really hurt them. That was something I forgot to write down. My bad. I do remember actually reading that. Yeah, because. Matt Ryan threw for five touchdowns in that, that game. Why did, what did I forget? Jeez. Drew Brees had a good game, too. I must have just had a brain fart for a Yeah, second. and then Drew Brees had the spin move on, like, two people there to dive in. Such man, he does not look as old as he plays. Looks a little older, too. He's losing hair. He's oh, definitely man. losing hair. He doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. The next matchup we had was 49ers versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs won 38-27. to what do you think the Chiefs need to do to continue the success? Putting their faith into Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that dude just on fire. Give it to him. Let him run wild with it. Maybe see what kind of creativity he has. And see if he can add his own spin to that offense. I would say because you know the offense is good, I would challenge them defensively. Are you guys going to be able to stop a team from scoring on you? I know you can put up numbers, but imagine if you can put up numbers and shut people down. That's what I would challenge right. for the Chiefs is to be able to try to grow and sustain a defense that's efficient like they used to have a few years back right. when they had right. all the big guns. I mean, Justin yeah, Houston, yeah. Uh, you had Dontari Poe. Man, that exactly. was a good defense. Yeah, that was a monstrous defense. I and mean, it would be good to have Eric Berry back. So. Yeah, that was one day we were still with Alex Smith and it was going into the, the at least the AFC Championship title division game when they were the toughest. Gotcha. Next matchup we have is Raiders versus Dolphins. Dolphins took it 28-20. to uh, Again, another close loss for the Raiders. 0-3, are they in Man. trouble? What is going on there? Is, are we seeing signs of just a quarterback that hasn't stepped up to the role yet? Is Derek Carr just, has he not fully felt comfortable in this offense? Honestly, I don't know. Because Derek Carr, after sustaining that broken leg, he has not looked the same. Has not. He really hasn't. And honestly, the Dolphins look good on both ends. They offensively are putting up numbers, and defensively, they're formidable. I, I don't know if they're top ten. You know, they're good defense with a good offense. And they're 3-0, and and it's showing. Yeah, definitely is. Uh, one of the big upsets was the Bills versus the Vikings. Bills won 27 to Vikings 6. What stood out to you in this game? Man, the Bills stepping up to the plate, knocking the Vikings down. You know, a lot of people thought the Vikings were going to be the team to beat this year, coming into this season. And Josh Allen having a decent game, not turning over the ball, but putting the ball down the field and marching them down there and scoring, that definitely showed that that offense can move and he can put, he could take charge on it. Uh, there was a lot of help from the running backs as well, and uh, they turned over the ball often on them. I really changed it over. Are you nervous about Josh Allen's antics? Do you think he's going to potentially get himself hurt? 
Did you see him hurdle Anthony Barr? That was ridiculous. This man hurdled our linebacker. 6-6, Josh Allen. It was, it was crazy to see, but I'm saying, like, plays like that, you could potentially get really hurt. And I know they're trying to keep QBs, you know, upright to right. make sure that their game stays alive. So I'm maybe, just... maybe he's using what's at stake to his advantage. Maybe he's using the fact that if he gets hurt a certain way or hit a certain way, excuse me, like it is a penalty. And he adds to the end of his run. And at the same time, he can be two-headed. Like Josh Allen's just being smart. He's in his athleticism, but he's also taking a chance, like you're saying. Gotcha. Uh, next match that we had is Colts versus the Eagles. The Eagles won 20-16. to What stood out about this game? Carson Wentz coming back, man. Did that make the difference? I think that did. That definitely was what the Eagles offense was missing. Uh, I must have missed what Carson Wentz did, but it didn't look like he had a bad game. I think uh, he did throw for like an interception. Threw a touchdown, an interception, and I think he lost a fumble. But, uh... What I'm curious about is at the end of the game, when they threw the Hail Mary, they took out Andrew Luck for Jacoby Brissett. They try to act like it wasn't a big deal, saying, oh, well, he just has a bigger arm than me. Do you think there's more behind that? Do you think there's an underlying cause? Do you think there's more to Andrew Luck? Do you think he's still hurt? If they're afraid of that, or maybe he had that's a restriction, and they're playing him without releasing the news that he's on a restricted you know, playing process, uh, I feel like it could be dangerous. Think about it. If he gets hit again and he's in that state, yeah, just it's done, just you know? questions and concerns, I guess. Yeah. Colts want to play him. He's feeling good. Sometimes you can't stop players from playing. They're not going to let us know if he can't play, though. True. That's a good way to end on it. I, like I said, it's just all questions and concerns. I think for him. Right. Uh, next matchup we had is the Packers versus the Redskins. The Redskins won thirty-one to seventeen. Were you expecting Adrian Peterson to be able to have a big game? No, not at all. Not at all. I think he deserves an apology from you, Mr. I want to just talk all that good stuff about him being old and no good. And then what does he do? It's not like the Packers have the best defense. 19 for 120, I, I two will, touchdowns. I will say it again. Not like the Packers have a good defense. I would love to say that him and Clay Matthews have been taking shots at each other. Two, two out of For three years. matchups, Adrian Peterson has performed well. He deserves an apology from you, talking all that good stuff. He doesn't got it anymore, man. He doesn't have it. So disrespectful. It's AP twice a day. So disrespectful. Not even. You're twice. Not you're twice a day. And he, he got he got two touchdowns. That's twice a week. How many touchdowns you got? Hey man, yesterday I broke off an option to the outside yeah. for a good for a good touchdown. Good job. <laughs> we got to run plays against these kids now. Oh my goodness. Uh, honestly, are you worried about Aaron Rodgers? Do you think this knee is a man, bigger issue than it, than it? He seems like he wants to get taken off. Like he's like, hey, I don't want this to get hurt more. Are you guys gonna just keep playing? You know, I he seems kind of just like done with it. Yeah, I don't really know. I really don't know. What do you think about it? Well, I haven't really seen his performance on the field. If he's acting like he's trying to baby it and trying to get help, and they're like, no, well, then that's that a concern. You know, and that's something that people should be worried about. Like, people should be talking to, to him about how he feels. If they can even talk to him about that, I think he would have to probably tell his uh, managers first because that's a touchy situation. They don't want to look bad as a team. 
Gotcha. Well, I think we can end saying that the Redskins look decent. They look good. Again, Packers are not what they are supposed to be right now, but I think that's from injuries, and that'll come with time. Muhammad Wilkerson, their defensive end, he's out for the year, you know, with an ankle injury. So only time will tell with these teams. Next matchup we got is Bengals versus Panthers. The Panthers put up 31 to the Bengals, 21. Man, Panthers didn't look bad. They definitely had had the right move. Because performing well before a uh, bye week is pretty crucial. And I think this early in the year to have a bye week, kind of odd. Like you either set the tone for yourself on a winning note or fail under the pressure. So you feel like they'll have confidence coming out of this bye since they oh, were able yeah. to secure this victory. Oh, yeah. It's a long stretch after that, though. Like, if you want to win, you got to win out. True. Panthers did really well running the ball with Christian McCaffrey. The Bengals' defense is known for having a strong defensive line. What happened? Christian McCaffrey's a workhorse. You feed him, and he's going to give you results. I definitely think it was what they needed to do. I think he put up 184 yards, though. He did off of 28 carries. That is nuts. But he didn't get a single touchdown. I mean, as long as you're moving the chains, that's your offense. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they were okay with him not getting a touchdown. I'm sure he'll get touchdowns plenty throughout the year. That offense is just so multidimensional. You got Devin Funchins on the receiving end. Christian McCaffrey running that ball, and then you got a guy that can throw the ball and break one if you don't cover him. Yeah, the Panthers do look strong, and you know, especially offensively in all facets, but defensively they're strong too. Yeah, I would agree as well. Uh, next matchup we have is Titans versus the Jaguars. The Titans won in a close one, nine to six. All nine. points were produced by kickers. So, how do you feel about the Jaguars? They look Blake Bortles one day. Throws four touchdowns. The next day, he does nothing. What are they going to do about him? Is he their franchise QB or no? Or do you think they need to look elsewhere? Like Bortles, I think you just keep pushing it into his head that he's a guy. He's a guy that's going to get it done. It's going to be slow days. And if you get to it, you're going to start winning. And I agree. And I think that's how their team is taking it as well. They are always behind him 100%, which I love. The Titans, are they legit? It's definitely looking like it, but Blaine Gabbert isn't the answer, and now he's out as well, too. So they don't have Marcus Mariota? I, no, they do. Marcus Mariota stepped up, and he actually had a decent game. Okay. They actually did just have to sign another quarterback, just in case Mariota's out, but it looks like he took a bad like hit to his helmet. It's a concussion. This mm-hmm. week. And he got lit up. So he's got to make sure to protect himself, and he's got to make yeah. sure to take care of that. Yeah. that's... He only got in three passes before he was out. Marcus Mariota didn't have a bad game. He was 12 out of 18 for 100 yards. He ran the ball a little bit, too, for seven carries for 51 yards. Not a bad that's, game. that's good to see again because, you know, that's what made him more unique because he was able to be two-dimensional. He wasn't just an able pass thrower. Right. But he was able to do it running the ball as well. Right. Next matchup we got is Broncos versus Ravens. Ravens won 27-14. Did you expect that? Not really. Not not at all. I was expecting the Broncos to win. As, as did I. Yeah. Who saw them come out of nowhere? I mean, their defense, though. Their defense was killing it. Yeah, their defense last year played outstanding, and it kind of trickled into the beginning of this year, and then it kind of broke down. So I kind of don't know if they're 
legit. I don't know if their defense is as consistent as I want it to be, but again, only time will tell. Right. And then with the Broncos, I, I, you know, I'm worried about Case Keenum. I need offensive production, and you're not really getting it other than your running backs. Right. Which I mean, is worrisome. He didn't even take that many. Like he didn't take a lot of shots anywhere. And you have threats with Demarius yeah, Thomas, especially Emmanuel Sanders, especially. But if he's also making less, a little bit, a little bit more than half of uh, his completion rating, like let's think that defense might be legit. Are they forcing the ball out of their hands? Are they deflecting it? Or is he just simply throwing flanks? Next match we got is the Giants versus Texans. The Giants won twenty-seven to twenty-two. You happy your New York Giants got a win? Oh yeah, always happy with the New York Giants getting the win. But I'm more happy about Eli Manning looking like an actual quarterback instead of somebody that's just trying to play pass. Come on, man. I don't need that ball in the fourth quarter going to any other person other than a person in the New York Giants jersey. Completely understand. And the Texans are to beat, other than a you know not a great secondary. That front seven is one of the better in the NFL, yep. right? Yep, J.J. Watt out there. Jadavion Clowney, man. Brian Cushing in the middle. Like, Why isn't that defense more effective? Everybody's getting a little bit tired. I think uh, we hyped up that defense into something that it might have just been for like a few years. Mm. you got to think, like, J.J. Watt's had how many injuries now? He's not a the lot. same guy. No way he's the same Unfortunately, guy. Unfortunately, probably not. And then Jadavion Kalani, he came out. He felt what the NFL football is all about. But he's he's progressed. I think he's the strongest point in that defense right now. What do the Giants need to do to keep the offensive production? What was successful for them this game? No turnovers. No turnovers. We can't create any turnovers over there. I think uh, that really helped Eli Manning. Execute the plan. Don't throw an interception got so many weapons on that offense. That offense is so multi-dimensional. Open it up. Yeah, it would be almost a better offensive line to be able to secure. Give yourself more time to be able to utilize those skill weapons. Exactly. Next matchup we have is Chargers versus Rams. Rams won 35-23. to The Rams are legit. Been saying that for two weeks now. I mean, what else do you get? They shut down their defense even though Aqib Talib did get injured. Their defense still shut down Melvin Gordon. And he's not a running back you want to get out and open. It's not like he's slow or he'll get tripped up. No, this guy is the real deal. Yeah, the Rams on both ends are probably the strongest offense, and well, besides the Chiefs, and have the strongest defense. And the combination of the two, they're by far ahead of everybody else right now. Will they be able to sustain that for the entire year? If they're losing key pieces... I don't think they're going to be able to do much later on, but if they're going to be able to get these guys back healthy, it's looking like they have a, a bit of a mixture. You know, they have a lot of technicality, and a couple of superstars here and there, or a couple of guys that make the difference. Maybe a keep to leave backups to the next dude up. You know, maybe he's the next guy that's coming around. What do you think about Philip Rivers? Do you think he performed well against a very good Rams defense? I don't think he did terrible. He had. Two touchdowns for 226 yards and 18 out of 30 uh, completions. I think he definitely produced a little above average. I mean, above like 500 passes. Maybe a little bit above average if he's not turning over the ball, though. So looking forward out of those two teams, do you see both those teams being strong contenders? 
if you can figure out how to bump Melvin Gordon out on good defenses and open up that dynamic, yes, I mean, that's got to be your guy. He can do so much more. That's on a good defense. You know, that's being broad with it. But you got to invest into your linemen and actually open up that interior. The, the lines, open up those gaps and just run trains through. Sounds good. Next matchup we have is the Bears versus the Cardinals. Bears won a close game 16-14. to The Cardinals tried to bring in Josh Rosen late after Sam Bradford had a few turnovers to be able to try to win them back the game late. Do you think that was a smart decision, or do you think that was just poor timing? Poor timing. Two for two, right? He went two touchdowns for two interceptions. Well, I think he threw an interception. Oh, you I'm wrong. My bad. Yeah. He actually went 17 for 27. Wrong week. That was my bad. So Sam Bradford went two for two, 157 yards, and then Josh Rosen went four for seven, one interception, and 32 yards. Yeah. So, I think it was just bad timing, and honestly, the situation you put him in, it's like, oh, you like thought he was just gonna give you glory, and then it just yeah. work out perfectly. That's. Yeah. The problem is that it didn't work out that way, and now what? You don't know his no. mindset of how he feels about how that went. And you don't know if that's going to affect him now. I don't know if it will. Do I think it will? Probably not. I just want to be able to see Josh Rosen now be able to go play a complete game. And I want to see what he's got. Yeah, so. I want to see what he's got too, yeah. Nothing. It can't be worse than Sam Bradford, that's for sure. Let's hope not. Uh, next match we have is the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. Seahawks won 24-13. to what did you think about the Seahawks? They looked a lot better than these oh, recent man. weeks. Oh, man, they look like the Seahawks. That's what they look like. The Seahawks' defense really looked different with that middle linebacker presence. And then you got Mike Kendricks in there this week, and he's actually making a difference. They look like the Seahawks that won the Super Bowl and then went back and lost the Super Bowl again, you know? They look like that defense, though. That's my point. So they look and, strong defensively, offensively. What did you like about it? What I really liked was Russell Wilson moving around. Because he doesn't have Doug Baldwin yet, does he? No. No. So what type of options does he have other than Tyler Lockett? Well, right now that's who he's been usually going to, Tyler Lockett and uh, Zach Miller. Gotcha. Yeah, he's still got Zach Miller, and he's still letting it loose to Chris Carlson as well. Chris Carlson had a good game. I mean, they fed him, though, 32 carries. Yeah, he had a good game. I think it was all dictated on gameplay at the end there. Once they established that lead, they just wanted to waste time, which really annoys me with the Cowboys because you only gave Ezekiel Elliott 13 carries, and he still puts up 70 yards yeah. on those 13 carries. Why aren't you giving him more carries? I don't get why you don't. Him. Yeah, exactly. Just give him 25 carries, and this dude is going to give you like 140-some yards and probably a couple touchdowns, if not a touchdown. He might I, even break one at that point. I just he don't. He might even break one. The, what's the probability of him breaking one is way may, higher, too. I just don't know how you are underutilizing your main Zeke. weapon. And then you're going to try and do it with Tavon Austin? Come on. Who do they want to move? Oh, I don't even know. It's, it's just upsetting in so many different ways. Next matchup we got is Patriots versus Lions. This was a big upset. Lions won 26-10. to 10. What do you think happened? Lions stepped it up. Lions stepped it up for sure. Well, I also think Tom Brady had a decent game, but it's not like their, their offense really produced anything. Yeah, the Patriots did not look good. I want to give some benefit of the doubt and just be like, oh, Matt Patricia just knows them inside and out and just kind of knew – you know, Bill Belichick's tendencies and kind of just knew what he wanted to do. 
And so he was able to go ahead and dictate more of kind of the gameplay he wanted. Do I think that's really what's going to happen every time they play the Lions? No. But they shut down Gronkowski. They did. They didn't allow Tom Brady to really get anything going. And the Lions, yes, they've been struggling, but they looked a lot better. And hopefully they can be able to keep up that trend. What do you think? I agree. If the Lions can keep it up, they're going to be a team that you don't want to mess with. But at the end of the day, the Lions start developing. Like Marvin Jones, you start developing him, he's going to get it for you. What um, did you think about Kerryon Johnson? He was able to get 100 yards yep. rushing, which the Detroit Lions haven't had for years. No, they haven't, they haven't had anything like that. So, so do you think that kid is the next big thing? No, he's not the next Barry Sanders, for sure. That's for sure. He's not the next Amir Abdullah, is he? More of Amir Abdullah. I hope not. He really didn't show nothing, to I mean, be honest. He was basically putting up the same numbers as Zeke was. He's putting you, up six, six yards per carry. Do you think uh, Josh Gordon is going to be able to bring some offensive electricity? Is he, he going to be the spark to open everything up for Tom Brady? So, earlier I want to give the credit where it's due. Earlier we saw, uh, was it Stephen A. Smith? He talked about... Uh, it being a cover-up, Josh Gordon being a cover-up, just so you can pass it underneath to a Gronk. Well, that wouldn't I be would a agree bad with that. strategy. I would, so. be, I would agree with that. Like, Gronk hasn't gotten anything off. But you get him running downhill, who's stopping that man? Gotcha. And and I just want to see the Patriots bounce back because they're a better team than the way they're playing. Uh, you can only hope. <laughs> In your case, I don't know. But we'll I see. Know. <laughs> I don't know. The last matchup we have, Monday Night Football, Steelers versus Buccaneers. Steelers edging out the Buccaneers 30-27. to What stood out to you? The Steelers turning the ball over three times. Say the same thing about the Buccaneers. I mean, uh, excuse me, not the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers, like, yes, they turned their, their offense. Turned their the ball defense. Over. I mean, yeah. their defense turned the ball gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. is Fitzmagic still there, or are we uh, burning out? I don't know. Total six interceptions this season for how many touchdowns? He had three interceptions. No, I'm saying it's total though. He threw one interception in the first game, two last week, and then two two weeks. I ago. thought he didn't throw any interceptions the first two weeks. I thought he had one and two. Yeah, you're gonna have to double check that. But then we can come back to that anyway. Uh, yeah. What? 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 How did the Steelers get this victory? Because it seemed like they had it. And they almost lost it at the end, which seems to be a trend for the Steelers, giving up a lead at the end. And then this time they were able to keep the lead and win. But they weren't able to do that against the, the Saints. And then they weren't able to they win were. out against the Browns. So that's kind of concerning. I just, well, they what lose do you think? these games late like I've been talking about. You know, They'll come out of the first half looking sweet, and then people will just come down kicking their doors. Well, what can you do? Which uh, out of those two teams do you see making a better run throughout this year? I want to believe in the Fitz magic. That's for sure. So I want the Buccaneers to be better this year. Sounds good. That concludes our matchups of week three. We're going to get into our week four NFL matchups, and we're going to tell you our predictions and such. Let's start off with Thursday night football, Vikings versus Rams. Who you got there? Man, I have the Rams all day. The Rams. I, the Rams. I, I have the Rams as well, and it's more so the fact that I have to deal with uh, that embarrassing Bills loss. 
So, you know, I'm sure they're all feeling that, and it's going to wake them up. But I don't know. I think they're still filling the void of uh, no Everson Griffin. No, they're going to wake up, and then they're going to go ahead and just go against a tough Rams. And it'll be a close game, in my opinion. Yes, Everson Griffin, the whole situation with that is really unfortunate. We hope everything, yeah, everything, hope everything is okay. Time. You know, prayers out to anybody, everybody involved. Like I said, I have the Rams winning as well. Sunday night football matchups. Uh, we got 12 p.m. games. Uh, Texans versus Colts. Who got winning that one? I have the uh, Colts. I got Andrew Luck coming up big in that game. I mean, he produced some numbers last week. He definitely showed that he was the quarterback he used to be. Gotcha. He, didn't make, he didn't make any mistakes, and he threw a touchdown out there. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Texans are, you know, Andrew Luck. There's concern and there's worries for me. He wasn't able to go and throw a standard Hail Mary pass right. that, I think, talk about that. that I think any QB could have really gone. If you ask any starting QB to make that throw, they make that throw. They do. So I'm just, I, that really worries if me. If he physically can't do it yet, well then. You and can't that's stunting that. the Colts offense, though, because you're not involving T.Y. Hilton where he excels True. down the field. Right. right. And that's the big target. And I just don't see that really doing much. And now Texans. With Will Fuller back, with DeAndre Hopkins on the rise, I just I think it's going to be a long day for the Colts. It definitely is. Next matchup we got is Bills versus Packers. You got one in that game. I got the Bills coming up large. Really? Yep. Uh, I know if you're in that Lambeau Field, it gets hard. But if you're at Lambeau Field and even your own refs turn the ball over on you, well then that's just that's just all you, baby. And that's all Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think really the Bills are going to lock down Devontae Adams and they're not going to let Aaron Rodgers really really show any potential. And I disagree. I think the Bills game versus the Vikings is more of a fluke than anything. Packers are going to be able to chop up that defense. Defensively, you know, they can put up numbers. They put up numbers against the Vikings. But are they going to put up more numbers than Aaron Rodgers puts up? That's the question I think. That's why I have the Packers winning. Well, are you seeing it from the Packers having a good defense? I don't. Well, that just means Aaron yeah. Rodgers had. Okay, who scores more, Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers? Josh Allen's two games in. I can't think it's safe to say. So that's what I'm saying. I'm going with the proven okay. Aaron Rodgers. He's going with the the man that's blooded already. The next matchup we got is the, the Buccaneers versus the, the Bears. Uh, who do you got winning this game? I got the Bears, man. You believe in that defense, I, I huh? I believe in the defense. I think uh, Khalil Mack is uh, the man. He had another two sacks to add to his total Sunday. He is having a ridiculous start to his man. season. Man, looking good. He's putting up numbers. And uh, turning the ball over, too, that's really going to start helping out. Yeah, I was worried, but I think the Buccaneers are actually going to take this one. They played awful in the Steelers in the beginning. And then towards the end, that's when Fitzmagic came back. So... All that kind of lines up the way I think. I feel like he's going to come out strong against the Bears and be able to keep going from that performance that he had against the Steelers, which was still good in all things considered. So I have the Bucks winning, and I just think it's because they have a better offense, in my opinion. So. Okay. Well, we'll have to see, but I really think Khalil Mack can just move on on the inside. Well, you better hope so. Destroy. If he can get to Aaron Rodgers, he should be able to get to Fitzpatrick. Maybe maybe end his last his last season. You know, (laughs) I don't uh, know, man. Kids are nuts. Yeah, we'll see. The next matchup we have is Dolphins versus Patriots. 
Who do you have winning that game? Man, I have the Patriots winning that game. I really think Josh Gordon's going to add that nice little touch to that, that offense. And it's really going to open up Grunk to go underneath. Let's hope so. Uh, that defense has been looking very poor. And the Dolphins' offense is 3-0 and for a reason because they've been putting up numbers. And defensively, they've been shutting people down. So I'm just going to keep going with the trend. And I see them 4-0 and against this uh, Patriots team. I see the Dolphins winning. Uh, next matchup we got is Lions versus Cowboys. Who you got winning? I got the Cowboys. I really think the Cowboys are the team that's going to step it up. I don't think the Lions have too good of an offense or a good defense in order to stop. See, I don't see that happening. I have the Cowboys winning because I have the belief they will give Ezekiel Elliott the ball more than 20 times. And if they do that, that's the only way you win. They will win. It's the only way they win. If you give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott more than 20 times, you will win this game against the Lions. If you don't, you're putting it up in the air because honestly, they just showed that they could go and defensively shut down the Patriots. So. Oh, man. But I have the Cowboys winning. Uh, next matchup we have is Bengals versus Falcons. We got man, winning that man. one. Man, I had the Falcons. Matt Ryan looked really good last week. That was really a good game. Calvin Ridley had a great game, too. What, 146 yards for three touchdowns. Really stepping That's it up crazy. as a rookie out of Bama. You know? I have the Bengals winning. I am just a believer in that defense right now. I think Geno Atkins is going to go and just wreak havoc in the middle, just opening up opportunities for them. Offensively for the Bengals, I'm a little concerned with A.J. Green, but Tyler Boyd, when A.J. Green went out for the last game, looked good and filled. You know, it didn't look like we missed a step, you know. It looked like everything kind of just went the way it was supposed to right after what could have been really a bad situation, so... Right. That's why I have the Bengals winning. Uh, next uh, matchup we got is Jets versus Jaguars. Who you got? I got the Jags. I got Blake Bortles have another big game. Or not, not another big game, but a, a bigger game in order to help push that offense to the next step. I, I also see that, that Jags defense looks legit as well. You know, you got guys trying to make turnovers left and right and causing damage. Yeah, I worry about Sam Darnold this game. I hope. You know, I would like if he plays well against this Jags defense, that'll show a lot. That would show a lot. I have the Jags winning. I just don't see how you're going to be able to stop. I think what the Jags are going to do, they're going to just run it as much as they can. Yeah. Short bubble to. screens, anything to keep just the offense going, because they know Blake Bortles really is kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah. Started off strong, went into a lull, and this is where he's going to make his comeback. Hopefully, yeah. so. Uh, next matchup we got is Eagles versus Titans. I got the Eagles. We got Carson Wentz having a really good game. I mean, he looked good last week. He's just getting right back in there. He's not looking like other guys when they come back in the ACL tear. He's looking like a little bit better than what Derek Carr came back from last year after tearing his ACL. Yeah, he looked he looked strong. Leg, so. He looked strong. I have the Eagles winning as well. I think more defensively is the reason why. Sure, the Eagles will put up some points with Carson Wentz. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey just got cleared for contact, so you yeah. will be getting your weapons yeah, back. Yeah, you're getting your weapons back. Uh, the Titans, on the other hand... They have I a solid sh- defense, but I don't think... I'll, they're not going to stop Alshon Just Jeffrey. offensively, I just don't see them putting up no. a lot of points, which is going to be their downfall because the Eagles will score points on them. Next matchup we got is the Browns versus the Raiders. We got winning. I got the Raiders. Raiders coming up big this week different reasons why actually 
Derek Carr is either going to step up or they're going to fix the position. And then if you start feeding the beast a little bit more, maybe beast mode comes back. Maybe we get Marshawn back. But last week he got a little taste. He got 19 carries for 16, uh, 64 yards and one touchdown. That's not what he was doing with the Seahawks, but you know he's got that taste back. Do you think you'll see beast mode again? I think we might. I think we what's could. A, what's a beast mode game? A beast mode game is like breaking tackles left and right, going for over 120 yards and like a touchdown, two okay. touchdowns. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I have the Browns winning. I think this is a sneaky team. I think this is a sneaky good team. Offensively, I think they just upgraded with Baker Mayfield, and I think you just upgraded all your wide receivers because of that. Defensively, they're strong and formidable against high-octane offenses such as the Steelers. And honestly, they're riding a wave. They just got their first victory. It's hard talking about the Raiders because they have a terrible defense. You know, that's all John Gruden's fault. But I really think <laughs> I really think that uh, that defense, or well, no. I don't think that offense of the Browns is going to step up. I think it's just going to stay two-dimensional. And the crappy defense that the Raiders have is just going to step up and, and just take Carlos Hyde out of the game. Well, you better not, hope so. Not physically, but they're going to stop him each time, you know? And then if you stop Jarvis Landry, that's it. That is your game. Okay, but they also have Antonio Callaway. Like you said, Carlos Hyde. I'm, they have options. Man, you take out Jarvis Landry and Carlos Hyde. You lock them down all day. And that, yeah, I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to do anything. He is not the answer. The Browns, on the other hand, would believe he is the answer. Well, that's the Browns. Is that Tyler James? I think he's going to do just fine. I think he's going to do better than what the Raiders' defense is going to try to take away from him. Next matchup we have is we have the Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Who you got winning this one? Man, I have the Seahawks winning this one. Russell Wilson's going to come up big. On paper, this is a good matchup for the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't see how the Cardinals are going to be able to stop that offense. They're not. And then I don't see how you're going to go and really offensively go ahead and put an effort against against that defense. Maybe Josh Rosen is the answer, though. You better hope so. But we saw less less from Josh Rosen than we did at Baker Mayfield. Baker looked way better, but he was he also did. given more opportunity. He was. He threw, what, he had 20 like pass attempts compared to seven. So, again, I want to see Rosen out there for an entire game, and then we can start talking really, you know, business right. with him. Uh, next game we got is the Saints versus the Giants. the Giants. The Giants. Well, the Saints have a terrible defense, for sure. They have a terrible defense. If you can keep the pressure off Eli Manning, I think Eli Manning's your man. He definitely has one of the best well-kept offenses there is. Brett Ellison, like I said earlier, is a good good backup for uh, Evan Ingram going down. So if Brett Ellison really steps up to the plate, you're creating all those angles. So you're putting your chips in the basket of Rhett Ellison. You're hoping Rhett Ellison ah, takes you, takes you to the promised line. Because ah. you got, you got ah. Saquon in the back. You, you got you, Odell Rhett outside. Ellison. Rhett got, Ellison is going to go and make him productive. Sterling uh, Smith. I, I don't Rhett see Ellison, how you're going to stop. How are you going to stop the Saints? Off? I just gonna, There's no way. Okay, so you're telling me you're going to be able to stop Alvin Kamara. You're going to stop Michael Thomas. You're going to stop Ted Ginn. What? What? And then and then defensively, I'll give you that they have, Giants have a better defense. A Saints have played better defenses than the Giants and put up better numbers. So I'm just curious what you're gonna do when you're down a lot of points. What were the Giants gonna do? Because you did just lose your center 
to a uh, season-ending ankle injury to an offensive line that already has problems. So where are you going to have the time to go ahead and be able to make all this offensive production that you know the Saints will do? It's called persistency, man. All right. All right, we'll see. Oh, so we're going to see. Because right now, <laughs> right now, yeah, you did spit out some good facts. But guess what? If there's anything that Giants offense have, it's heart, baby. And they're riding a high right now. Man, you better hope so. I mean, yeah, they got ran all over. But they played another good offense. Two good offenses. And barely let them score. Well, I'm just going to say this. The Texans have DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. And they put up 22 points. They did. But not combined. It was only only DeAndre Hopkins. But now you're going against, I think, even a better wide receiver court. And I think an even better running back. And what are you going to do? I just don't. I just don't see how you're going to be able to put up the numbers that Drew Brees is about to put up. But we will see. Eli Manning will. When Sunday is concluded. Eli Manning will. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Our next matchup we have is 49ers versus the Chargers. Who you got winning this one? You got the Chargers, uh, Philip Rivers, and Tom Melvin Gordon probably all game, or anything that Melvin Gordon is going to run to the outside. I think it will be, will be pretty good. I know the 49ers just lost Jimmy. Rapolo. So yes. what are they going to do? C.J. Beathard. Yeah. So, honestly, what I see is 49ers are going to look to put up numbers. But, you know, C.J. Beathard, I think last year, he had games where he was putting up numbers, especially early on when he was playing. I want to see him play well. Do I think he's going to do against a good Chargers defense? No. But... In that case, I just really want to see the 49ers right. to be right. able to get something going because they've right. lost Jimmy G to a torn ACL. They've lost Jarek McKinnon to an ACL. A lot of the pieces you tried to go ahead and start a franchise around, you're losing to injury, and I'm wondering what you're going to do about it now. You can't sign any more franchise players. That's no, that's, sure. why, that's why I had the Chargers winning. I, yeah. I see Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon have a great game. They have great yeah. matchups, by the way. Yeah. I would even play, you know, your other, like, sneaky Charger wide receivers, Mike Williams, uh, Tyrell. Uh, Austin Eckler. At, yeah, oh, mean, the running they, back, yeah, yes. Yeah, running yes. back, you still got to get I feel like they're going to have a big big day. Uh, next matchup we got is Ravens, and Pittsburgh, Ravens right? versus Steelers. Who do you think is going to win that one? And I got, I got the Ravens coming on. You know, they're looking – Legit on defense, really. Who have the Steelers played that has a good that has a good defense? I don't think I've seen anybody. Uh, the Browns. The Browns are pretty good. They're sneaky good, man. I'm telling you, the Browns. They're gonna. They're gonna. <laughs> I don't know, man. You can't be biased because you're. They're gonna make a run. Oh come on! I come think on. the Browns aren't good. That's fine. I don't think their defense is good. Then why aren't they getting blown out like they were? I have the Steelers winning, honestly. I, it's just, who's going to put up more points at the end of the day, and I don't think Joe Flacco will. Joe Flacco's been playing decent. Defensively, if they perform like we think they should, then it's going to be a lot closer game. But I think Steelers with Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster is emerging. Honestly, I like Juju Smith-Schuster almost over Antonio Brown. He is that good. He is that talented. Everybody's paying attention, man. Yeah, that's what happens when you have Antonio Brown, though, to open up the entire game for you, too. But, exactly. But still, exactly. but still, you still have to catch the ball at the end of the day. I don't see him dropping it all the time. That defense does worry me, though. 
So we'll see. But they did get three interceptions against, you know, a Buccaneers, a hot Buccaneers offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I guess we'll right. just see how it plays out. Right. Last matchup we got is Monday Night Football, Chiefs versus Broncos. Who you got winning this game? I got the Chiefs. The Chiefs winning this one. Pat Mayholm's coming up big. You know, almost everybody got a piece of the cake last week, man. Even Chris Conley got a piece of the cake. He's he's thrown a touchdown to nine different receivers. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Isn't that awesome? Pretty legit. Man, he's giving it to everybody. And if you're on that offense, you're like, man, I'm, I'm doing my part too. I think I think the Broncos are going to be able to step up from a loss to the Seahawks. I think, I think they need a bounce back. Case Keenum needs to show this week that he can go ahead and put numbers up to go ahead and give you a shot later on in the year because this is a great test because the Chiefs don't have a great defense. Right. They have an amazing offense. You need to go ahead. Offense. You need to go ahead and torch that defense and put up enough numbers to give yourself a chance for them. But the Broncos don't have a good defense. Yeah, they have a decent defense. They have like I guess Miller. I guess That's the it. I was going to say passing their secondary has been slipping but they're, and that's why they're what, rushing what is they decent. Do? They're rushing, Steve. I thought they were like what 15. What do the Chiefs do? They, they pass passes. and they pass and they run. <laughs> so that means you have the Chiefs the winning, Chiefs. of course. Yeah. You, you so have I have the Chiefs? No, I have the Broncos. Oh, winning. you have the Broncos. Because I think they're going to go ahead. Like, I'm telling you, they're going to have oh, a bounce back. Thank me when you're disappointed. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that concludes our week four <laughs> NFL matchups. I would like to thank again our football analyst, Chris Young. Big oh, shout-out to him. Oh, man. Thanks. Do you have thank any shout-outs? Shout-outs to the people? Nah, we we uh, Island Park homecomings this weekend. Come on, if you can. One yeah, o'clock. yeah. Game's 1 o'clock. SMB. Central won, though. So, Central did win last week. I got the musket. All right, guys. This is Mainstream Matchups. I'm your host, Tyler James, and we are signing out. Thank you for listening in, and tune in next week.